mic check. あああああああああああマイクチェック。あああああ聞こえますか。Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, you're listening to Press Play on WUSB 90.1 FM.、Uh, my name is Louis Maroney. I'm the opinions editor here at the Stony Brook Press,、uh, the school's culture based、uh, print zine and web zine. I'm here with a couple of、uh, fellow staff members.、Uh, you may know who they are. We got Connor. Connor, say hey. Hey. We got Quarry. Going on, everybody. Culture editor. We got assistant culture editor. We got Dalvin.、Uh, Yo, what's good? It's Dalvin. I'm the other half of the culture section. And we got our web editor. We got the one and only Carlos Lopez. What's good? <laughs> Chowing down on some yogurt. <laughs> Chowing down on some yog. Some XXX Yotacion. Let's, let's talk about that. XXX Tentacion. <laughs> got a brand new album this week. Tra- Not tra- this week, but recently. Transition was perfect. Question mark. Perfect That's the album title. <laughs> I like that. It was smooth. <laughs> um, yeah, this is going to be a fun broadcast. <laughs> oh, man. I should give the number out. So if someone wants to call in and uh, uh, give their two cents、uh, or a pun or whatever, they can call in at 631 632 And I'm going to give it back over t- to Lewis. <laughs> But, um,. XXX and Tassion, a seemingly recurring topic on this podcast,、um, has a new album that he came out with recently called、uh, Question Mark. So I'm assuming it's called, I'm sure he may have a way to call Question. I'm calling it Question Mark. Yeah, I thought it was, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, is it Question? But Question Mark just sounds dumb. <laughs> if he actually, you know what? I would not put it above him to be that postmodern, but it's doing really well. Um, it's it got what, 130 in the first week of release? It's got,、uh, 133 in the first week, which is i n s a n e given today's、um, <laughs> climate and sales. And yeah. Sales, you know,、uh, and I don't know if that's streaming numbers or actual、uh, physical copies, which I doubt it is, but even still,、uh, 133 is pretty impressive. 
But like, I mean, first of all, did anyone hear the album here? Yeah. Or at least parts of it. I personally thought it was an upgrade from his last. You know, in spite of XXX, I thought this was an approved effort from his last project. Um, but I wonder what everyone else thinks. From what they've heard, at least anyway. Yeah, I thought. In all honesty, it just felt like kind of like a rehash from like Seventeen. Yeah. For me, honestly, like it didn't like stand out or anything. That there wasn't anything that was like besides, I guess, like the Joey collab. Like anything that was like, oh wow, this is crazy or nuts. But it's just amazing how like I don't know. I guess this proves that like. <laughs> Having a loyal fan base can get you through anything nowadays. He's still independent, right? Yeah. W- wait, is I think he might have signed with somebody at okay. this point. So like he's like even then, but like I don't like most of his fans do skew young, and yeah. uh, I don't like that probably helps out because like young people do have like buying power and just like influence, especially online. So like there's that. So yeah, just like like when you thought he fell off, like he just still is kind of a force, which is yeah, it's crazy. So, um, there's only two songs on the album that I did like, which was Floor, 555, and Infinity. Um, the rest of the songs were, I mean, some of them were cringy. The yeah. Spanish one, um, uh, that was a really, <laughs> s- that was surprising, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like it either. It felt out of place. And, um... Yeah, most of my friends were like, "Oh, so good. He's so deep." But no, he's not. Um, <laughs> I heard the I heard the, the intro. I forgot what it's called. It was just like, "What do you mean?" So Yo, that intro was so pretentious. <laughs> I'm like, was. "What are you saying, bro?" It's so ambiguous and <laughs> yeah. open to interpretation that I don't know. It's just well, it's I mean, just he, weird. He said, he said, "Just listen to it." With an open mind, right? Is that like that was the, the intro? I don't know what he meant by that. I don't know if he was talking to like hip hop heads and like the the old fan base was just like aggressive yeah. rap, and right. he's like, you have to open up your mind to like alternative sounds. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, like guitars. Yeah. Or I don't know if he was. And just... I think that was the uh, <clears throat> fan base he was trying to communicate that message to, just because of you know the climate of hip hop as a whole. And I think his sound is so different and unique from a lot of like he doesn't. He doesn't give off this very hip even though he can rap he doesn't give off a very hip-hop traditional hip-hop vibe and it's very uh very acoustic in some in some ways um like, like you said it's like the his only influence is kurt cobain which is like i get why. right like, like but you know what i'm like i'm, I'm tired of rappers saying like uzi listen marilyn manson is not <laughs> Yo, your exactly. only inspiration in rap like cut it out you know what i mean you're from philly like i Yo. i know you listen to beans and you listen to freeway don't like stop it you know i get it like you want to be different and hey i listen to rock as a black kid from the hood but you like, don't bro, have to yeah like cut it out yeah man like i'm, I'm tired of you know i like, love bring me to horizon everybody loves nirvana but yeah. you know kurt for cocaine being to be kurt cobain to be your only influence is just it's corny man it is it's, corny. And it's probably not true yeah exactly so it's like there's, there's no point in saying it but as an album as an overall album um i appreciated it um did i think it was great not at all that I think it was going to do 133 in his first week. <laughs> I don't even want to Ridiculous. But, you know, he's doing his thing. And like you said, the fan base plays a huge part into that. So, yeah. Why are there props that he can't sing? He, he can't sing. Like, he could rap. He could sing. Um, so, that's good for him. Target every single one. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, probably what's helping him now is because he's so broad. Like, he can, like... 
like what you're saying like you're more into like just like when he goes like hard like yeah, like, yeah. Is, like heavy like aggressive distorted stuff which i feel too but at the same time like i feel like his younger fan base especially like the ones probably still in high school are like really into like his sad yeah, kind of sad just, boy like, stuff yeah. but who, who dictates the um <laughs> the direction of hip-hop now they're like i i feel like there used to be um and prior to this kind of new age there used to be a clear-cut image of who kind of dictated the direction hip-hop went into and now it's like i don't pay attention to the high school era anymore because I'm so far, I don't know, I wouldn't say so far removed, but three years removed from that yeah, kind no. of yeah. mindset and mentality. And even then I wasn't part of that mentality. So I couldn't, or part of that group. So I can't really say that I, where did the transition happen to who is the face behind who's pushing these new artists? Because that's a question yeah. for me that's still like kind of unanswered. Uh, I'm guessing that it's still a popularity contest. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, that's why, I feel like that's why X, that's where some of his fame came from because he started blowing up senior year of high school when I was in high school which is last year because of uh, the song Look At Me yeah, right, right, and right. then that just he blew up and then a lot of people were like oh who is this rapper <coughs> check out this dude he's really good and people just went along with it like why would you say no that dude sucks you'd be like <laughs> outcasted well because like yeah. XX in many ways appeals to like if you look I, we were talking about this a second ago a lot of his fan base is like really either younger you know teenager kids well XX X appeals to that notion that teenage like angst and like that sort of like the quote unquote edginess that a lot of people at that you know at a certain age kind of embody in a lot of ways and so I think those like the, the next generation like generation D and the younger millennials are really like those are the people who are really dictating what, this kind of new era, at least this phase in rap's history, I think is being dictated. It's a popularity contest among that that group predominantly. That's why you seem to rise in a lot of the more acceptance. Like, at the same time, like, who chooses that? Because, like, oh, you hear this all the time, even just as, like, the recent SoundCloud wave rappers. It's like, oh, they're just carbon copies of each other. And it's, like, it's hard to pinpoint, like, the origin. Like, I've heard, like, oh... Chief Keef is the father of the new wave. I think you like Lil B is like the father. Like, I think have, like, Bones. All these different like, huh? I think it's Bones. I haven't. I think he's like one. Of, he's one of the early. He's not the first. <laughs> one, but he's one of the earliest examples of like one of these SoundCloud dudes to really blow up and become this huge thing. But it was like Bones and Xavier Wolf and all those kind of dudes. They were really at the earlier stages. Yeah, I think. But of I that feel era. like even then, it's like, like it's like who's dick like. A lot of it, like, I know, like, you mentioned, like, oh, like, if you don't listen to this, like, there's that social aspect, which I get, like, even back when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. Still, like, social aspect to it. Mm-hmm. But, like, who's who's dictating yeah, that? Like, there's got to be a trendsetter involved. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's got to be, like, something that you can point to, like, a source, which is, like, it feels like there's, it's hard to, like, point yeah, to like, one and thing. That, that's, I think that's what the point I was trying to get at is, like, you, there was always somebody who I could say, like, okay, you know, if it wasn't. A few years ago, it was it was Drake, J. Cole, and, and, and Kendrick, who kind of like, they were the new school, the face of the new school wave, and then they kind of got old. I don't know when 30 became old, but, I, you know, 20 is old now in today's day and age. But, um, so, yeah, you know what I mean? So, these guys, <laughs> these guys kind of, you know, get waved out, and then we have a new influx of rappers who came behind them who sounded nothing like them. Which is really strange to me because they followed in the footsteps of everybody else before them, and then it was kind of this drop off and a decline. And it seemed like the artists that came after them didn't relate to them at all. And I'm just talking about, you know, from Crit 
and Nipsey and all of these guys who were like lyrical, real mainstream artists. And then all of these guys who come up, you have Yachty and, and they're all 16, 17, 18, 19 years old and they're blowing up. So my thing is, is where, where was that disconnect at and where did it get lost in translation? I guess like the... Like the whole field, whatever you call it, got saturated, heavily saturated, too much with where everybody was trying to do lyrical rap, conscious rap, and then you had um these new cats <laughs> that um I guess they're like I don't want to do this, I want to do something fun, something different, and then that's where because we're just now starting off with all this new rap and sound, so um this is like the first wave, I guess yeah. I can say. Um, I feel like it's just like. It's also just, like, a weird marker for the genre, too, because it's, like... Like, you could say, like, just when, like, Drake and, like, Kendrick and, like, J. Cole were popping, like, that might... Not necessarily, like, the end of, like, lyrical rap, but that was, like, the end of, like, rap being just this solidified thing that you could, like, point to. Now it's, it's like... Like, it's like, if, yeah. like, if you look at all these new rappers, some don't... They don't even call themselves rappers. Like, I'm an artist. Right. Or, like, I'm, I don't make, like, yeah. lyrical rap. I make, like... Like bubblegum, I've heard like bubblegum trap, like happy rap, like happy trappers, like all these like different phrases and like stuff going around. It's like, again, I feel like in a lot of like, <laughs> I know it was a joke before, but like like Uzi and them's like mentioning like oh Marilyn Manson and Kurt Cobain my influences, but it's like in a way it does kind of bleed through where it it's like oh it yeah. just influences yeah. like oh I don't want to do this, I just want to do something weird just to rebel but then kind to of a thing. Point, it kind of seems forced though, at a, you know what I mean because like, yeah. now it's like. Okay, I'll get with it, and I'm, I wouldn't even say good because I'm not a, I'm not necessarily a fan of um, their music. But if it's authentic, if anything's authentic, then I'm gonna rock with it or I'm gonna respect it. When it doesn't seem authentic and it comes off as a gimmick more than a re- because I know a bunch of rock band like Connor, for instance, like I can he can tell me his influence. And I can see it in his music and it's authentic. No, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's in his same. persona. You know what I'm saying? They they use it as a way to be different than what is expected of them. Yeah, so, yeah, oh, yeah. let me just go against the grain and say this because, you know, everybody else is going to say I grew up on Jay-Z. Well, if that's who you grew up on, be honest in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But don't don't use it as a gimmick to make yourself seem like you're different than the rest of the pack. And that's what it, I get it. Like, the, the punk grunge thing seems to be coming back. Like, it really does seem to be a thing now. I'm all for it. I respect it. But if it's not authentic, then I don't. I really don't even want to, you know, right. hear it, you know. And that's the key problem with X. <laughs> so I guess that to wrap it up that he's he's doing that, but not with grunge or punk, but with like sad right, right. boy music. Right. Yeah, sad. It's yeah, sad gasm core. And I don't think and well, sad guess. I guess you can call it like emo rap or emo oh, whatever yeah, emo it's called. But even yeah, then you point to like people like Lil Peep and then like that's like oh, yeah. or that's called like emo rap, which like goth trap. Some people call it that. Like, I'm all for just, like, just the subgenres and, like, subgenres getting their day. But, like, yeah, it feels kind of like, I don't hear the influence. Oh, I agree. I don't hear what you're talking about. Like, tell me how, like, what, like... My influence is dashboard confessional. Like, tell me how Blink-182 was your influence. Like, I don't (laughs) hear that. Like, what are you talking about, bro? I do pop-punk rap. And if Yo, that was the case, the you'd be a rock star, you wouldn't be exactly a rock like, you know I mean? like you or you'd be in a rap rock band, which God, they don't want that yeah, bad. Yeah, and I, this is my thing. Like, don't you're trying to live off this rap lifestyle and be this tough dude and be this tough guy while saying 
Blink 182 or Marilyn. Not saying that those guys. Just the persona doesn't match up with what you're saying. So I I don't like, don't get into hip hop if you want to be a rock star. Don't make rap music and say, I just, I make music over rap beats and say I'm not a rapper. That doesn't make sense. Maybe also, I think, playing playing devil's advocate for a second. Um, In a weird way, I think influence goes beyond sound. It can go beyond, it can go into a state of being, it can go into connection, it can go into like, I know what you're saying, but I think also in a weird way, what I think they could possibly mean is that it's more so what the music represents to them that motivated them and inspired them to make their own music more so than the actual, maybe technical sound or stuff. I mean, I don't know. But they're not like the first ones, like just like. Oh, I agree. I'm not saying they're that deep. That's not, they don't, but I'm just saying like that could be. I would say like for me, the closest cousin to rap music as a genre is. It's like punk rock because like just like oh, oh yeah like just that like anti-establishment vibe like right. it's been there since the start like just like the attitude the per- like the personality the mannerisms like it's just always been there and but like now they're just claiming it like it's something new like that rebellious streak is something new but it's like oh like bro that's still hip hop you're just doing like some other weird like something weird on top of that like so we're gonna <laughs> play a song and then we're gonna transition to a similar topic. That uh, I actually am really eager to talk about because it's something that uh, relates to something I was very into at a time in my life. So yeah, we'll be right back with um, This is Doomsday by MF Doom, circa 
Either engraved or more grave, who's to say? Pass the mic like Pastor P's like they used to say. Some MFers don't like how Sally walk. I tell y'all fools is hella cool, her ladies from Cali talk. Never let it interfere with the Yeti ghetto slang. Nicknames off nipple and tip of nipples, metal fang. Known amongst for the bang bang. Known amongst foes for flow without no talking orangutans. Only gin and tang, guzzle out a rusty tin can. Me and this mic is like yin and yang. Clang, crime don't pay. Listen, you, it's like me holding up the line at the kissing booth. I took her back to the truck, she was uncool. Spitting all out the sunroof, through her missing tooth. But then she has a sexy voice, sound like Jazzy Joyce. So I turned it up faster than a speeding knife. Strong enough to please a wife. Able to drop today's math in the 48 keys of life. Cut the crap for his rap. Touch the mic and get the same thing an A-Rab would do to you for stealing. What the devil, he's on another level. It's a word, no a name. MF, the super villain. We're talking Gatorade here, live on the Press Play Podcast on WUSB 90.1 FM. So we're going to segue into a bit of a different topic uh, for all of the uh, Long Island little Tracy kids out there. Um, no Jumper, Adam 22. Uh, some crazy uh, information's coming up all of a sudden out of nowhere. Somewhat out of nowhere, not really for paying attention, but the whole nerd bit for nerd day. Um, but what separates, I think, this... First, let me explain what No Jumper is, because I'm sure... A lot of people don't know what that is. Uh, it's, a, it's a media brand slash podcast, now kind of a record label, ran by this guy, Adam22, a.k.a. Adam Graham Mason, based out in L.A. Um, it's a white dude with a bunch of tats. Uh, he interviews, um, used to interview a bunch of other people as well, but now kind of goes mostly into SoundCloud rap. Um, it's mostly what it is. Um, but he's become, in terms of the SoundCloud, I would argue at least, in terms of the SoundCloud, like underground, that kind of, you know, thing, you know, of like, act. well, he was actually going to be X's manager at one point. <laughs> But he's like the most influential, I think, a Rolling Stone called him a tastemaker, which I think is, a little, you know, not too far off, I don't think. I don't know if he's the, like, guy who's, like, just, I think that implies he's deciding what's getting popular, when I don't think it's the case. But he's definitely the guy who's, like, the biggest, uh, most notable, uh, one of more notable champions and, like, promoters of, like, these types of people. And in face of not of allegations of not only sexual assault and, you know, 
a lot of other grim stuff, but also like somewhat like almost like racism in a lot of his stuff as well. You're seeing in in him and his whole crew. I think this serves as an interesting point as an interesting point for like Generation Z, like younger millennial uh, rap fans of that type of rap because it's how are they going to react to it when it's not necessarily the artist but the guy who's responsible who's not maybe not fully responsible but you know plays a big role in promoting and championing that scene that culture and how do they react to that as well so far i've seen like people like in that community i haven't i have not i haven't really seen too much uh talk about it but i've seen a lot more from outside of it and typically it's rejection but i want to know what you all think of of how that's going to be handled within the community itself. I mean, like... That was a lot, but... I mean, like, if you point to, like, the X thing, or just even, like, the 6 9 thing, like, you look at all of them, like, I don't think it's going to really amount to much, because, again, his audience also skews very young. Like, he, like it's, like, marketed towards, like, Gen Z people in, like, high school who are very much attached to that, like, yeah. SoundCloud wave. So, yeah, I don't think it's going to really amount to much, honestly, unless there's, like, some legal whatever going on honestly i think like the label thing it's like an offshoot of like atlantic records like some other record. Atlantic like, like, yeah, yeah 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 so like maybe business wise that might like who knows maybe that might like shut down that's probably like the fullest extent of it i don't think it's gonna go any wilder than that but like again like <laughs> i don't like calling him a tastemaker because like, i don't yeah, either it, if you look at, like, his earlier videos, like, I watched some of those interviews, and it's like, he's got some, like, really interesting people on there. Oh, yeah. But he's just, the like, really, the only thing he's managed to do is attach himself to, like, a wave that just got really popular. He just noticed, like, oh, this is popular. I'm going to keep focusing on getting these artists. Right. doesn't matter if they're good or not. Like, there's no real curation involved as much as it's just, like, if you're, like, yeah, we mentioned this off air. If you're repping, like, 50 different people, then, of course, like... <laughs> Out of that group, like, maybe, like, three of them are going to, like, hit it big. Like, three yeah. of them are going to, like, show up and, like, be something, like, you know. But, but it, and I, I'm looking at it almost like somebody, you know, a, a, a stockbroker looking at the at the stock market in terms of, like, okay, you see a, a penny stock and you see a small stock and it's like, hey, nobody's paying attention to this, being the artist. And then when it blows up, you're like, oh, I was the one who kind of discovered him or found him out. It's like, you can do that with literally anybody. Like, I can go on SoundCloud right now and say, hey, this guy sounds like such as he has, you know, this kind of image. He's going to blow up. And then, you know, you just make your foundational. I don't I wouldn't say that's a curator or a tastemaker. I think it's just somebody who tries to stay ahead of the curve and then tries to take, you know, some type of notoriety or credibility from it. You know, I, which I don't I don't think is the case. And I, I don't know too much about. The dudes, because I don't pay attention to him that much anyway, so I don't know, you know, about his um, the, the charges against him. But what I can say is I wouldn't put it past him. And at this point, I don't put any of that stuff past anybody, given what has been going on. But definitely, I mean, just off an of image and and what he's known to do and what he shows, it, I mean, it's, it it like, looks a little typical. Like almost. Like almost middle aged, basically. Thirty four, like thirty five. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like he's like approaching his forties, and he acts like the teenagers. He we went on tour so with little pumps. It's like, what do you expect, bro? Like, come on, like exactly, like what do you expect? Like even just watching it, like before all the allegations, is just like I would like follow him here and there, like depending yeah. on like who the interview would be with, and I'd be like, okay, it's pretty obvious this guy's like a. Like, I guess I can't say it on air, but it's, like, just the general vibe he gives off. Right. Like, okay, like, this guy's kind of scummy. Like, he's straight up scummy. Like, yeah. yeah. But, like, I think, like, the thing about it is that he has, like, who has more, like, what, in terms of that, like, scene, who, are there any more notable, like, brand, is there any more, is there any, is there any like, sort of, like, 
how do I like? What's the word I want to use? Not who's like anyone else on his level. I don't think there is on that. Oh uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like who on the, who's on that level to the promoting the scene? Aside, I mean academics, but like aside from that, though, and even then academics is kind of crumbling. Like who's really on that level of like that level of reach and influence that like Adam Twenty Two and his dudes have had? Academics is crumbling just because he I think is, a little bit. He's on a mainstream. Network and and I get it like he's he was on the uh the complex and, and after Joe left it was kind of on the decline but that has nothing to do with him and his and his brand I think that was more so Joe being the Joe Budden being the face of that uh of that show and kind of of that network and kind of carried it and the drama behind the scenes with that um kind of caused the people you know straying away from complex as a whole and not just everyday struggle to show but the 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 company um with academics though his brand. Has definitely transcended and I think reached beyond anything that No Jumper could have done. I think No Jumper chooses to to I guess uh, go down different avenues in terms of like uh, artist management, which is something that academics really doesn't want to do or doesn't try to do. Uh, you know, up until this point, I can't say what he's planning to do in the future, but I definitely think you know academics on a on a social level, um, entertainment level covers just about everything within music and culture. And I think he has a bigger cultural influence than Adam-22 does, period. So I, don't, I, I can't say that um, Adam-22 is above him in that regard. Maybe in, in artist management, maybe, or, you know, finding new artists, maybe. But I, I, even then, I can't say, you know, that he, he, he's uh, on academics' level. All right, guys. Now we're going to play another song very quickly. And when we come back, we're going to talk about another topic. <laughs> Coming up next on Press Play, music discovery, guys. We got a good topic here. Where do we find music? How do we find it? How do we keep up with music news? And do you focus on one thing in particular, or do you keep it broad? The answer may shock you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back soon. And following that, we're also going to talk about... Um, what we got? We got a dip. We got a Diplo and Bruno Mars. We might get into a little bit. We might talk a little bit about uh, Chris Opp, possibly. I'm not sure... Might skip that one, but we've also got Ye- the Yeezy leaks. That's an interesting topic. Stay tuned. Don't ask folks, we're going 
I'm sorry we haven't talked much recently. I'm still trying to figure out this whole being apart thing. Things got messy. But I still love you. How do we find? How are we? How are people finding music and new like, pieces of art to go on nowadays? Like, how has it changed for you guys from say like since high school to now, basically? Right. So one thing I use a lot, uh, I use Spotify. So every t- every Friday, uh, so that whole weekend, I'm listening to new albums, new artists, and um, that's just how I find most of my music by myself. Yeah. Um, I also go to like Reddit. Uh, there is a couple sub threads on there. That put me onto new music. That's what put me onto Super Organism. Oh my God! Thank you. Um, so it's just like really uh, internet oriented. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I would say me too. Um, Audio Mac is something that I use. I don't know if anybody's familiar, but oh, Audio, yeah, no, yeah no. Audio Mac is um, that's pretty much something that I've kind of been relying on since high school. Um, I've kind of strayed away from it, and to be honest, it's just, this question is always something that kind of trips me up because it's I don't really ever know how I come across. I don't know if it's just like I'm googling an artist and then I'll come across his music and that'll lead to somebody else's, and it's kind of just like a you know a wave through there, but um. Yeah, I, I guess just YouTube, man. YouTube and, and you know, I'm kind of old-fashioned, man. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like you know. Me, that- like, it was a mix of, like, especially during high school, especially. Like, I just had a lot of friends who would listen to just, like, of course, like, hip-hop, but just, like, a bunch of different genres, right? right? Like, I've always had that, that one friend who, like, oh, I specialize in, like, just listening to, like, yeah, EDM, ambient right, music kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, hit me up. Like, give right. me this more. Like, give me more of this stuff. So, like, because of that, by proxy, like, I just got really... Like, I just got, like, a broad taste in music and, like, a broad history of, like, artists. And, again, like, even just later on, like, near the end of high school, entering college, online, definitely a lot more. I'd say top Twitter, uh, Reddit, and YouTube especially. Twitter and Reddit, like, just following, like, different Reddit pages, like Mm. you said. And also just following different artists, because, like, sometimes, like, I feel like artists just put you on to even better artists like yeah um, like I, for example exactly oh, yeah. on to, to rex Exa- exactly like even just from features or just like yo oh, listen, to my, like like, listen to my boy or yeah. something like just too, yeah. just like post this post out i'm like oh my god like i like i can't keep count but i probably found like at least like 10 or 20 different great artists just from there over the years so yeah and i feel like this is the like again like for the social thing i feel like going from high school 60% of the music I probably listened to was hip-hop related or, like, in the hip-hop sphere. Yeah. And that's, like, the news I kept up with. And the other 40% was just everything else. But now it feels like maybe this is just because, like, hip-hop's the most popular genre. There's, like, just, like, fucking 20 rappers coming out, like, every single hour. <laughs> but, like, I feel like now it's, like, oh, most of what I've kind of, like, listened to or, like, keep up with or news that I hear is hip-hop, which is, like... Like, yeah, it's fine, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I kind of miss listening to, like, ambient playing, like, music. I kind of miss, like, listening to, like, more, like, indie bands, like, DIY bands that I kind of, like, fell off on. It feels like I'm missing out because, like, my view is being dictated by, like, just this one thing that I'm listening to. I don't know whether you guys feel the same way or not. Yeah. I've, I've always been a, um, hip-hop has always been my go-to, and, and for you, 60, I'd say me combined with maybe r&b was probably like 90 10 to everything else you know so um and it pretty much hasn't changed just because i i always knew what i liked and and not that i was closed-minded to anything else because i did listen to um certain rock songs but i couldn't call myself a rock fan or a uh edm fan i couldn't really say that i was a fan of that music because it wasn't something that i actively looked for if i liked a song i wouldn't consider myself a fan like i know a lot of people like rap songs they're not rap fans of the, you know what I mean. So I wouldn't consider myself an avid fan of that music. So I definitely say, um, you know, it's kind of been consistent and constant for me um, the whole way. But it, I find myself really still sticking to the artists that I initially latched onto. Those are still the same people I'm listening to today, yeah. which is is weird. And not to say that it hasn't grown, but it, I really can't like force myself to listen to yeah, anybody. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's like my daily rotation. It's like I probably listened to this song at least like a hundred times before, but it's like whatever. Right. Like it's just like it's here. I like it. So yeah. yeah for me, it was the opposite though. Um, 
like you guys said, well, rap was big on my end too. Uh, but I can tell you that in middle school, I listened to like old school rap. Um, in high school, like the first half, I listened to, I became a rock head, uh, like 60s rock, make yeah, my way yeah, up. And then like towards the end of high school, I started transitioning to, to modern hip hop, like hip hop today. And like right now, I'm going through like this electronic phase. So it's really been all over. Um, it's just phases that I had and really weird ones, but um, I'm glad that I I went through them. Because like, I can consider myself a rockhead um, back in the days. And like around like sophomore year, I didn't, you'd play a song that was, that was really popular at that time, like a hip hop song. Like Jumpman, and I wouldn't know who sang it. I didn't even know who Future was at the time. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, and I guess it's all up to like yourself to like push yourself into that direction. Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, I'm starting to accept this type of vibe right now. I want to hear it. And, uh, yeah, that's all. Cause for electronic music, it took me a while to get into it, like a good while to get into it. But, uh, I started pushing myself to listen to Tim Moore. And I was like, this is not that bad. And now I like EDM. <laughs> Which is weird, but... EDM? How about you? I mean, for me, like, I didn't, you know, like, rap and all that stuff. I mean, I love it now. Now it makes up a giant chunk, probably, like, I'd say, like, 75% of my listening habits. But that didn't become the case until probably, like, end of high school. Like, maybe, like, a little towards the end. Before that, I was a, just straight up a rock dude. I grew, you know, I grew up listening to, like, 60s classic rock. And my, my dad's album collection, kind of working my way up, you know, eventually had, like, a kind of a weird, like, scene rock phase. Um, and they kind of launched more, like, indie emo stuff. Which I'm still into now, absolutely. Like, I love, you know, both the first and latter stuff I mentioned. Stuff in the middle I mentioned is complete garbage, but... Um, it, I guess how I started getting into all that shit was... Um, stuff, all that stuff was Drew, like, you know... Uh, <laughs> was Drew the internet? But I think a lot of it was just Drew the internet, and Drew like you know. <laughs> but a lot of it was just through searching. <laughs> Ten years later, but he <laughs> goes to the Wi-Fi, gets the surveillance band thing. What did you say, fool? But like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Alright, but like, back I just, to. I just put some NPR music underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. That's all good. <laughs> but like. Sponsored by NPR. No, 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 I can't actually say that. I think legally I can't say that. We're joking, it's all jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll tell you if we're serious. It's actually NPR music, but I'm gonna turn it down now. But anyway, but yeah. I, I, you know, I just. I got more into like. I found all the rap stuff I like now. Uh, just uh, kind of just drew getting more involved like the internet, I guess, and kind of looking more drew like getting more interested in the scene in general, and just l- kind of fiending out for like stuff within you know search. I got into like Rex Orange County, I remember, and then that kind of I kind of had the opposite of like what you were saying. Like Rex Orange County got me into Tyler, wow. um, so I found that kind of like you know he had that like lush kind of like rock sound, and that got me into Tyler the Creator, and then from there kind of like led to like Got Future. And that led more to like all the rap, the rap and R and B, um, all that stuff. I listen to now, drew that. So a lot of it's, I used to wait in terms of like how we found, how we evolved it is. Yeah. It was just through like most like old school, like of course on YouTube, <laughs> just fiending and searching around and just like looking for, you know, listen to a lot of pot, listen to the, you know, just like you know, uh, small indie like 
kind of podcast stuff that like interview like artists, you know, like smaller things on iTunes and stuff, and hearing what they were talking about, and listening to like reading a lot, of, just reading music blogs and stuff like that, and kind of figuring out. A lot of it was uh, a friend of mine who I do a, I do a, who I do a podcast with myself, but like he got me really into like more of like the sound, more of like the SoundCloud stuff, mm-hmm. kind of like you know a little Tracy and actually like little Peep. And that kind of led to a broader, I think, the broader sense of, like, oh, there's a whole history of this stuff that, like, he kind of taught me about. Shout out to Dylan. But, like, yeah. I feel like it's, for me, it's changed my, like, interactions with people who are, like, kind of, who are, like, either kind of, like, on the brink of discovering that. Because, like, yeah, I would, like, say, like, even, like, having, like, a wide, varied music taste, I would say hip-hop and probably, like, to a more, to a more, like, higher extent, like, R&B definitely like more in that like in that kind of like head range for me oh yeah so like i feel like when i i always like see this thing like for like people who have been listening to like hip-hop say for like the first two to three years in like my age group it feels like there's always a phase where it's like oh like oh, whatever happened to like real hip-hop like they're like kind of like just like going mm-hmm. off on like oh whatever happened to lyrical hip-hop like bro you haven't been listening to that or it's like for me like yeah i've been li- like what you're listening to now i was listening to that like at the edge of like elementary school or like middle school or whatever and it's like now it's like i like i'm more accepting to the whole like soundcloud wave like i don't mind because it's oh like, yeah sure like i can like yeah i can rock with like <laughs> little pump or even like um uh, like wi-fi's funeral like whoever like comes out of, like florida now but at the same time like 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 if you go down south like i could tell like i could rock with outcast or even like ghetto boys or i can go oh, yeah. like, deeper into like hip-hop more if i wanted to because like i know that i'm like i'm not gonna like judge any it just makes me more open to it, basically. Yeah, because what when you when you say like, man, all this SoundCloud stuff is bad. When you when you kind of pull a Joe Budden, like you're the only one, the only one who's really missing out is you because you're not like no, experiencing. It's like, I always hear that. Mo- it's either from like old heads, like yeah. really like old heads who are like really into that, or oh, yeah. it's from like people who haven't been listening to the genre. No, yeah. Like it's on those extremes saying. that I hear it the most, though. For people like, I, like I don't know, like maybe. You... What's up? No, I, I would oh, say I was like I guess. To rebuttal, you know the, the the Joe Budden hater syndrome that you know a lot of people who are unaccepting to the to the new wave of uh, of rap um, would just be if you were to experience the best of something, you know, and it's referred to as the golden age of hip hop for a reason. And for for somebody who's thirty plus or even younger who has a, a deeper understanding and respect for the hip hop as a genre, or, you know. Um, I think it's kind of why would I go to anything else if I already experienced what the best was to me? You know what I mean? Or to mm-hmm. you know, it's widespread. Like I, I wouldn't want to. The only way I'm going down, I'm going downwards now. The only direction I'm going in is down. So why should I appreciate something that's not as good or doesn't take the like, time? There's like that sentimental thing. Too. Yeah, you know what like, I mean. Like, like I, I feel that too because like with hip hop, that's more lyrical per se. Like I could point to albums that like for me have like a definite emotional impact but as opposed to like say listening to like new wave stuff like playboy cardi it's like i don't listen to that and like feel sad it's, per- it's, like it's just like numbing. music that i just want to hear right. exactly it, like yeah it, it's just it like numbs yeah. whatever you're feeling because it's automatically making you feel a certain like you already have to get hyped to it there's exactly, no other yeah. emotion that you can really feel and that's why like x's music really does a good job in conveying whatever he's feeling Mm-hmm. And he puts it into his in his music. I feel like a lot of guys, like even like even if you look at trap music, like trap music was 
in this era, I'm talking about like Gucci and Jeezy, OJ the Juice, yeah. like all of these guys who were like the originators of the genre. Um, there was also hip hop elements in it. It wasn't just you know I'm about to go sell this or I'm doing this or I'm breaking yeah. into this. Like it wasn't. There were stories being told. There were messages being conveyed. Now it's like they took it. And it's, it's a get rich quick scheme. Yeah, yeah. That's what music has become. It's like you follow this formula you're in, basically. You know exactly, yeah. and you have this image and you say this and you know I was watching an interview with um Yadi the other day. He was you know saying like and I, like fronting has been a, like people you know say have things that they don't has been a part of hip hop. Oh. Forever, but it's like, you know, he basically said, you know, I was talking about chains, I didn't have, you know, at the time, like yeah. the, the first song. What was the first song that he had that was a big hit? Oh, My chain. No, no, the, the first first one. Um, yeah. One night, one, one night, night, right, yeah, right. One all one this, night. you know, he said all this, this ice or whatever. He said I had no chains. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> I, I can't even say that, like, you know. You have you just just talk about anything and people will believe it at this point. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And then, yeah. So it's like I don't I, you know I don't know. It, it's 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 weird to me. Yeah, I feel that. There there's uh there's so many people and just I guess um, music. <laughs> <laughs> just musically, I guess. I mean, I've definitely ran into people when I was younger. Uh, I wasn't into I was into very just kind of one thing. Like I was into it, like when I was growing up in high school. First of all, I went to a high school where not many people listened to. Everyone kind of listened. To, it seemed like something different than what I, what I wanted to hear. So I grew up on a lot of that, like classic rock stuff. When I was in high school, I I I, I kind of grew out of it in a way. And I just uh, into college and like up until now, I'm still like exploring different m- types of music that I would not have liked five years ago. Like electronic music, wouldn't have been into it five years ago. I love it now, but. Um, I still meet those people. Maybe they're old friends from high school. Maybe there's some people that I meet on the street or wherever, and they're just they're talking about like a golden age when they were younger. It's like they're like, oh, you know, music sucks now. It back back when I was like 22, when I was 18, it was it was perfect, and like no one can write a song anymore. It's like now for some kid, like, yeah, this is like a good it's like, like yeah, for someone out there, they're, like they're having like this is their time. Like, yeah. who are you to kind of just you know take that away, take that away from them? Right, like, right. and it's just, it's like. Um, how can you say that like music is objectively bad now because when they were kids their grandparents or parents were saying oh this music is pretty trash you know it's like how do you not have the the hindsight to go well okay I just I'm just uh, not into music as much as I used to be anymore maybe it's like open mindedness in like approaching music but uh, maybe it's like keeping yourself. Maybe that's like a symptom of keeping yourself closed off, right. and just hearkening back to like when you were younger. Um, but because then I meet people who are in their sixties and they're just like, "Oh, yeah, this underground artist that you like, I, they're so good. They're, I love them. They're great." It's like, "Oh, it's cool that you know that because you're still paying attention." Uh, but then there's people who are who were just on Facebook going, "Oh man, I was quote born in the wrong generation." You see that on every YouTube like every YouTube song from twenty years plus. You yeah. get that. You get yeah. someone who's like, I was born in the wrong generation. It's like, oh, no, God. think about it. It's like, you're I alive now. You have new artists and you have that artist. That, like, I can point to every decade and point to like something trash. like an artist who's like, yeah, like an yeah, artist that's either trash or like music. an artist that like, oh, I wish I grew up on this. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. It's like that meme where yeah. like, a 24 year girl sits in her room with Taylor Swift with her like high school music poster. She whimpers and says, I was born in the wrong generation. Yeah, yeah. And cries her camp rock Well, there's, there's things that are like, there's people like that now. There's people oh, who are totally just like, are. oh, they're like, oh man, I wish I grew up. The 90s, In bro. like, yeah. I mean, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Maybe the 90s are the first time 
like this generation of the first time we're getting that I was born in the wrong generation because the kids who grew up in the 90s suddenly just had access to the internet so they're just looking back on their you know youth well the 90s and the 80s are new 60s and yeah, 70s yeah. yeah which is just like at a certain point you you kind of if you pay attention to that long enough you just get you're just like how is anyone still paying attention to like just move on right. I mean just like classic rock radio that format plays the same 10 songs over and over oh, God, I don't understand how someone can listen to that's, I need classic format how can I've heard Hotel Transla- Transla- California god damn it darn it it's uh, so many times I don't understand how someone can do that I, I think to your initial point though I, I feel like like take a genre like rock for instance right it, it's and knowing my history of music it's one of the one of those genres who is constantly like every decade is kind of seen something new, but mm-hmm. it it kept its origin. Like its origin was the same. It kind of you look at country music. Its origin, what you talk about, has really just been the same. It's been like blues and all these different genres. Rap is really the only genre in R and B that there's been no one clear identity. It, it, it's except for like I would say like the '90s had this kind of gangster era. And there's different eras, but I think now it's been changed so much. That yeah. for somebody to say, you know, like, okay, rock is this bad, but it, it's it's kept its format, like it's molded, it, you know what I mean? It's solidified. Mm-hmm. This there is no solidify, and and it may be because it's the newest genre of music, you know. I, I don't like, know, yeah, but like the internet definitely had a like, because especially like yeah, like go, going past the nineties, like two thousands, twenty tens, the internet definitely had like a huge influence yeah. on the genre to where like you have people like. Drill music, Chief Keep, G Herbo, like that's like like blowing up because like the internet and just like kind of like the influence there. You have like kind of like meme rap, like Lil B or like even like Lil Dicky. Yeah, like, exactly, like Lil Dicky. Like, you were artists who were like they're just making music, kind of for jokes, kind of thing, like kind of kind of deal. So like, yeah, maybe that just has like a weird part of it because like now you have even just like '90s rap. It was like it was coming from specific communities. Right. Now. Oh, yeah. now it's like. Literally anyone in any town, bedroom, any city, it's the age of the bedroom, producer. like even in the Midwest, in like a small town or wherever you go, like right. can put, drop their mixtape basically now. That's so like, like unprecedented. Like, the entryway too. isn't like there's no gatekeeper. Like, that's never happened. Yeah, well, like that's the coolest thing that people can just release something from yeah. the middle of nowhere right. and it can sound well, like. But it's dangerous at the same time though. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no quality exactly yeah a lot of garbage and what does it do (laughs) yeah the pool is so like it's so contaminated anything that sounds you gotta sip more trash it's like oh it's the greatest thing like it it, it Mm. can't be you have to have a a clear standard of of what there is yeah I mean I I think that's important and and I guess we can kind of talk about this next time because it's it's, we have to put on uh, democracy now but but what does that do to local scenes? Because if you get, I mean, there's artists that will make something that sounds like New York, but they don't live in New York. Oh yeah. So that sound kind of permeates through everything. But then what happens to like, for example, I mean, just specifically New, like, as an example, New York music. What would happen to it if it's just everyone's doing it? What happens to New York music as a whole? Yeah, like, does it? Kind of like, saw, kinda saw that happen. Yeah. Like now, a lot of New York artists are trying to cover the southern sound. Exactly. Like now, yeah, like the South what? is basically the template you want to follow, right, exactly. which is like. Whereas New York was that yeah. 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. 
But then you get, and then you're probably going to get artists from New York who sound like that Southern sound. So then, what is that? I mean, I guess that's always happened. It's just fast now. Right. Like you, you've always like uh, back, but you have England and like and and the U.S. copying each other, and you get like a few years in between that they would kind of flip flop sounds. Now you'll get that instantly. Yeah. You'll get you, yeah, like it's you'll you'll get that so quick, and it's just it's really interesting, and it's just I mean. Yeah, I don't buy the whole thing where people are just sitting there going, "Man, there's no new music. There's no good music today." It's just yeah, like, bro, look for it's it. like, no, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. you go to any, use your eyes, yeah. bro. And then it's like you recommend an artist to them and like, oh, I don't want to hear this. Like, here, right. let me show. You. Like, yeah, and you, know, you didn't you know, even try. Like, I'll you know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll like, I'll like play, I'll play some new music, uh, um, like that I love to someone who is maybe 15 to 20 years older than me. They're like, I heard this 30 years ago. I heard this 20 years ago. They're just copying them. Yeah, everyone's just like, copying I'm just everyone. Like, exactly. I'm like, yeah, and they copied someone else. No like, one's original. They, there's, there's no like half true. No one invented a genre and said, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna make this <laughs> whole thing. So that whole thing, I've heard this. So listen to this song, and they they just copied them. It's like even if they did, it doesn't matter to me because like I still like I haven't heard whatever you're saying. I heard this for the first time, so now that's like it doesn't matter to me. I, like music is going to go on regardless of what your favorite music was 30 years ago like it doesn't matter it's just it's, as long as people keep um, pulling from p- different places and people like that's fine and if you so. want to discover new music check out our press playlist on Spotify which we have those are up those which, are pre- which is premiering tonight cool okay yeah do that how, do how that? do they how do they get to those um, press playlists you go on Spotify right here's what you're going to do right, guys take notes this is important Gonna go on uh, Spotify, right? Little app you got on your computers there. Got him in the phone. And you're gonna type in press play. And you're gonna look for, you know, the press logo. If you don't know what it looks like, just go to sbpress.com. Look for the font kind of logo we have. You'll find it. We'll post an article. And uh, yeah, just uh, listen. We got a rave playlist coming up. And a hip hop playlist. We got a pop playlist coming out, and a rock one coming out. The rave and hip hop will be coming out first, though. Let's party, y'all! And we're gonna close out with Higher Brothers. I at least hope we are. And uh, this has been press play, you guys. It's been a good uh, broadcast. What's um, up? We can play that the next time. All right, fair enough. <laughs> because because democracy now is coming on. Oh, what time is it? Oh my god! Okay, yeah. yeah. Next so, week we're gonna open up with Higher Brothers Seven uh, Eleven. Gonna close this out with some. <laughs> With, with some uh, some NPR music. Let's do it. Love NPR. Some, some classic news tunes. Yeah. And then we're going to go into Democracy Now! So two weeks from now, same time, 4 p.m. You can listen to us. Yeah. Same kablam time, same kablam place. That's a perfect ending.